This week on Intrigued, Full Effect. It feels like my whole world is on fire. I can't sleep. I'm fighting to eat. I'm just fighting to take care of myself for real. I'm Shondrea Thomas, and welcome to episode 24. In this podcast, I talk about curious cases, disappearances, and other stuff. And today I'm talking about the disappearance of three-month-old Ariana Day from Roanoke, Virginia. She's been missing since September 11th of 2018. Her mother, Jessica Day, says she stepped out of the bedroom at around 9 p.m. where the baby was sleeping. And when she returned less than 30 minutes later, the baby was gone. Meanwhile, last year, Ariana's alleged father, Andrew Terry, was tried in a Virginia court for her disappearance and concealing her body, but that ended in a mistrial. And now a new trial date is set for Terry later this year. I spoke to Ariana's mother, reached out to Montgomery County investigators, and Andrew Terry's last attorney of record about the case. This is what happened. Jessica Day, thank you for talking with me about the disappearance of your daughter. Is it Ariana? Yes. Okay, Ariana, just want to make sure I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, There are a lot of questions surrounding her disappearance and what happened to her. She went missing on what, September 11th of 2018, right? Yes. Okay, so what I want to do is walk through that day and, you know, get into what happened that day. But the first question I want to ask you, like, just out the gate right now is this. Did you have anything to do with the disappearance of your daughter? Do you know where she is right now? No. Okay. So you've been dealing with, I understand, accusations of people assuming that you've had something to do with the baby, that you've harmed the baby in some way. What would you say to that? Um, I just feel like, um, you know, people are going to assume and think what they want to think. Um, I would never harm my baby. Like, I love my baby, and I'm looking for her each and every day. I'm praying that she's returned to me safely, like, I don't even know where the community, the media even got that I harmed my baby, my baby, my baby girl from. Like, that's, it's absurd to me. Mm -hmm. And you do have like four other kids, right? So you would have five total? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll get into the situation with Ariana and the adoption stuff later on. But what I want to do right now is um, let's walk through that date, that date of September 11th of 2018, from the morning until when she disappeared. Tell me about that day. What did you do when you woke up with the baby and all the way up to when you discovered that she was missing? Um, that day, I'm gonna try my best to walk through that day because it's, I'm going, it's going on almost two years. And um, that day is a very painful experience. So I'm, I'm gonna try to go through it. Um, I woke up that morning um because ariana had a wick appointment um for milk and breastfeeding and um i took her to, her godmother came over miss norman and took us to the wick office um to get her milk and to get her breast pump ordered i got back home and her alleged father stops by he put ariana to sleep um, we didn't talk that much that day. He just came over and put her to sleep for me. So your wake appointment ended at what time? And then what time did the father show up? Or alleged father? The alleged father showed up around one o'clock. Okay. 
So he showed up at he shows up at one o'clock to visit you and the baby that day. It's um um he showed up around twelve or one. I'm not I'm I can't give Pacific times because it's been a long it's been a while. He showed up. Uh, she's we were he sits on the other couch on the opposite couch from me. And Ariana was looking at TV. Ariana starts to fiercely cry like something was hurting her. I suggest that she had gas, probably from an overfed, because I I think I overfed her because she was vomiting sometimes. Um, she was crying like she had a tummy ache. So I was telling her alleged father that um, maybe she wanted to eat again, but when I offered her the breast, she wouldn't take it or she wouldn't take the bottle either. Uh, um, he patted her back until she went to sleep and then he laid her down on the bed um, and she was asleep. Um, and then um, he, um, he left. He said that he would come back later. Okay, so what time do you think he left? How long do you think he was there? How long do I think he was there? Mm-hmm. I think I think he was there for about maybe forty five minutes to an hour. I'm not sure. Okay, and let and let me ask you this question too: Was he a, did he regularly come visit the baby? Did he come every so many days to see her? Was he did he come see her every day, every month, every? Or was this like I mean, was, was again, this a surprise to you? Was this visit a normal thing or was it a surprise to you? I mean, again, um, it was prior to me. Um, we were arguing because he didn't think Ariana was his. Um, he had doubts or whatever because I was messing with someone else around the time I was messing with Mr. Terry. Mm. Okay. So, 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 um, so his visitations with her were kind of sketchy or was it just kind of like he was checking to see if yeah, she was really kinda, kind of sketchy because he normally he he would come over and me and him would talk and you know he would ask me questions is she mine is she mine that's all I heard all the time and um he normally didn't spend a lot of time with the baby but that day he put her to sleep okay so he leaves after about let's say an hour or so so as you get into the afternoon so what happens after like two o'clock that day um, two o'clock that day, um, Ariana was still sleeping. Um, I was walking around the house doing different things, trying to get, um, trying to get it clean, trying to just walking, doing daily activities that I do and watching TV until the kids came home from school. Okay. So then you get it. You, so you move your, your day, your average, average everyday situation until what, seven o'clock that night. What, at what time did she disappear? Um, Ariana disappeared, um, between 9.30 and 9.35 that night. Um, however, before, after she woke up, her, the siblings were home and they were playing with her a little bit. Then the baby's godmother stops over because I leave my glasses in her car and she drops them off to me. Okay. So between seven and nine o'clock, the kids are playing with the baby and the, the godmother comes by. Is that what you're saying in that time frame? Just so yeah. I get an idea of what happened in that day. 
Yes, um, I can't give specific times, but she stops by that day and she drops my glasses off. Um, my kids are playing with Ariana Sketchly. I have her on the kitchen table sitting in the bouncer while I'm washing dishes. And um, that's because I normally have her in there because my kids are going to pick her up without asking or um, she's out of my eyesight. I wanted to keep her in my eyesight. Okay. So then you get to the point where you're saying that um, at what point do you lay her down for bed and that and you leave the room? What what tell me about that and how she you discovered she was gone? Um, I lay Ariana down to sleep. Um, I say about seven seven thirty or something like that. Me and her both was laying down and I was breastfeeding her and. Um, I finally got, she finally drifts off to sleep around 8.35 and I leave her on the bed, um, in the middle of my bed with her pink blankie at the bottom from her stomach to cover her legs because she had on some pink socks and the pink onesies to match the blanket. Um, I goes into the kitchen and I'm washing dishes and the alleged father keeps calling me, um, I called him a few times and we're going back and forth. He's telling me how um, he don't trust me to believe that Ariana is he is. And we were talking about some other stuff, but I can't quite remember. He was talking about, um, I was I was asking him why didn't he trust me that Ariana was he is. And he was asking me for a DNA test. And in my head, in my dark ways, I was being selfish. I didn't really want to give him a DNA test. I denied him several times of having a DNA test. Okay, so so you so you guys are on the phone. You're getting into it about this whole DNA situation and his questions about whether or not the baby is his. So at what point do you end that conversation? Was it a heated conversation? Um, were you guys arguing on the phone, or was it just kind of a you just your your everyday like him questioning your her being the father him being the father? It was just um, disagreements where um, he was asking me for a DNA test, and I was telling him, you know, why didn't you believe that she she yours? I'm telling you, she yours. You know, all you got to do is believe me. And he was like, he wasn't going off no words. He wanted documentation that she was his. Okay. So you get off the phone with him at what what time, and then how do you discover that your baby is missing? Um, I discover Ariana's disappearance between, um, I think it was 9.45 that night. I noticed that Ariana disappeared. So what was, what was the first thing that you did? Did you think one of the kids had her, was walking around with her or um, something, or...? I, I looked on the bed. Um, the first thing I did was I looked on the bed um, because I kept checking back and forth that night when I was walking through the house and on the phone with Terry, I was walking back and forth because I didn't have a ba baby thermometer. So, I, I mean, a baby monitor. So I was going back and forth through the house, you know, checking on her. Then after I got off the phone with him and he was saying that he didn't believe me that he was the father, I went and sat on the bed to gather my thoughts and to regroup for a little minute. And then something clicks in my mind, like, check on your baby. And when I look back, all I seen was her pink blanket and I seen her sister at the bottom of the bed. And I'm like, well, how did she get in here? And in 15 minutes, how did she get in here? Like, uh, crazy. So then, okay, um, so, go ahead. So then, when I realized Ariana was missing, I kind of like panic a little bit. I kind of um, 
like start pacing back and forth through the house. Then I went outside, called Terry a few times. He wasn't answering some. I started pacing up and down the street um, in front of the house. And then um, I walked to the store. The store was at the bottom of the hill from my house. Um, it takes like 10, five, 10 minutes to get there and back. And um, I got a cigarette. Um, I came back, I was like, dang, I need to call the police. Um, I need to call the police. What am I going to tell my kids when they wake up? Like, mm-hmm. just all kind of things was going through my head. Like, who came to my house and took my baby? And so, and so, um, you called you call the police. How long did it take for you to take to call the police? Was it just, did, were you trying to figure uh, out what was going on? It, and then took, you- it took me an hour to call the police because I was trying to. I was trying to see who had her. I was trying to think up in my mind, like, where did she go? How did this get past me? How did this? Hmm. Wow. So the police didn't take them long to get to my address. Um, They were there less than five minutes. And so when 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 the police arrive, um, what happens after that? Um, they start questioning me. Um, Terry arrives the same time the police does. Um, when they were when they were questioning me, I gave them the wrong times because I'm like, look, I don't know what to say. Like, I want to get my thoughts and my mind right before I talk to y'all because y'all need the right information because my daughter is missing. But it was just so shocking and so scary that night. Like, I can't get it together. Like, like I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to give the police the right information, but I'm just too in shock. Like, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> You know, let me ask you this. Um, so the other the other guy who may have been the father, right? Was he ever yes. around? Was he ever in the picture? Or was it? Um, he was, I didn't mean to cut you off, but he was no, in the no, picture no, for. Uh, um, he was in the picture for um, quite some time. Um, when I first found that I was pregnant with Ariana, um, I was messing with him and Terry. And then when I found that I was pregnant, I had cut him out of it because I'm like, there's no way I'm pregnant by this 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 older man. There's just no way this this gotta be Terry's baby. And I had cut him off. I was like after a month of realizing that I was pregnant that I had cut him off. So he wasn't around. But he's I've known him for years. I've known him since um 2015 or something like that. I've known him for a lot of years. Okay. So so I'm just going to bounce back really quick. I just want to throw that question there because I was curious. Um, so you get to the, you talk to the police. Um, they, and then, so I'm assuming in, in the midst of you making phone calls, you called the, the dad and said, hey, she's missing or something. Is that, that's how he ends up coming over there? Or how did he end up coming over there that night? Back over there I should say um because I called because I called Terry and I said that Ariana is not Ariana is missing Ariana 
it disappeared. I don't know where she is. Somebody came to my house and took her. And he was like, are you this desperate? Are you that? Um, and he was just like, are you that desperate? Mm. So so the police are there. They're interviewing just you or they're interviewing you and him? Um, they're asking me questions around what time did she disappear? Um, they're asking him um, where did he just come from or something. I remember that. Mm. But um, I gave them as much information as I could. And then we were asked to come down to the station. So I got my kids together and got their shoes and their clothes on and I'm headed down to the station. I didn't refuse to go to the station. It was nothing for me to refuse for. You go down, you do all the stuff with the police and now they're, they're investigating. So was there any search for the baby? Was there any leads um, of any kind or anything like that? They were searching my house. Um, they had it blocked off for hours um, with yellow tape. Um, I remember sitting at the, I remember sitting at the police station for, for a whole 24 hours. I'm sure they were questioning, asking you a lot of questions that, that night. I can only imagine about, you know, what, what mm -hmm. may have happened. So the night that the baby was taken, they just took the baby and, and nothing else. Yes. So when you came in the room, what did you find on the bed again? Um, she was laying in the middle part of my bed. And when I checked to see if she was there, um, all I seen was the blanket. And I seen my daughter at the bottom, my five-year-old at the bottom of the bed. When you got back, the, the, the pink blanket that, that you had wrapped the baby in that was covering her legs, that blanket was still there, but the baby was gone. They didn't take anything else to wrap the baby, and they just like somebody just lifted her up and and walked away. Yes. Now, um, what about the locks on your doors of your apartment? Tell me, were you on the first floor, second floor? What was your situation I was there? I was on the bottom floor of my apartment. Um, I had a a sack a side back door and a front door. I had left my front door unlocked because I thought Terry was coming back that night because when he left between 12 and one o'clock that day, he said that he would come back and um, I left my door open for him to come back because I, I always knew that he would come back like around like eight or nine when he did come back. Being on that first floor apartment, did you have your blinds open where people, do you think people were able to really stand outside of your apartment and see what was going on inside of there? Cause you said you had like a I did have, I did, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I did have my blinds open most of the time because I was peeping outside to see what was going on in the neighborhood. And I always had my living room blinds open. So someone could easily just observe everything that was going on in your house if they wanted to. Yeah. Let me move to another part of this. Um, so where you were living at the time, you were not living in a house, you were actually living, actually living at an apartment complex, right? Yes. Okay, so did anyone in the complex say they saw anything, saw anyone, anything strange, unusual cars, unusual people in the community that night?
No, they, um, the neighbors, from what I heard in the article or someone was saying that um, they noticed an unusual black car that night. Okay, but they never, they never, any, they, just noticed, they just noticed this car, but not anyone in particular or any people associated with the car. Just this black car that was in the neighborhood that night. Yeah. Okay. And you know, do you know anyone with a black car that fits no. that? Okay. Um, okay. So let me just ask you really quickly as far as the DNA, did you ever, was there ever finally a DNA test taken? Um, I eventually, I got tired of him denying Ariana and I eventually went to the, um, the child support division place to get it situated and straightened out. So, so then the DNA came back as, as him being the father? Yeah, no, um, I, I didn't, we didn't make it to that point. Okay. You never made it to that point. Okay, so at this point, um, what is your status as far as your relationship with the alleged father? Um, we don't have a relationship. Um, I call him. He's um, angry. Um, he, well, not so much angry, but he's not talking to me because I lied on him in court and said that I gave him my baby, and I didn't. So. Oh wow. Okay. So <clears throat> is there a reason why you why why did you do that? Um because he had a family already and he was denying Ariana. So not mm-hmm. felt like, you know, he could have been more involved with the pregnancy and you know, I was telling him that she was his and it's like he didn't believe me and <sighs> And I was left to fend for myself while I was pregnant because he didn't believe that Ariana was his. But I can respect that because I was messing with someone else. Mm-hmm. At the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, um, now I, I remember when we were talking uh, yesterday, um, when we, you know, the pre-interview, you, said, you mentioned something about someone saying that there was a thought that there were two men who came into your house. What, where did that come from? Um, later on, after um, Ariana vanished, this was about, I don't know, a few weeks down the road mm-hmm. um, where my son and my kids came over to my grandma's house for a visit. And he says, I saw two masked men in the house that night. And I'm like, what, baby? And, you know, I'm like, man why is he saying this? And he was asleep. I didn't, I didn't see him awoke that night. Okay. So that's, that's where that information came from. And so the, did the police investigate that or did they do anything with that information or you don't know? Um, I called and told them and they said that, um, they were way past that or something. They had told me that they were way past that. Okay. So we'll, we'll get into like the, all the stuff that happened with the, with the alleged father in just a second. I'll say alleged because you wait. The DNA has not, not happened, but I look at the two pictures and I you draw your own conclusion, you know, on that. Um, okay, so um, now let's get to the part where you're talking. You were talking to me yesterday. You had mentioned that originally, <clears throat> excuse me, originally the baby you're planning on putting Ariana up for adoption. What happened there, and why did you decide to do that? And that position changed. 
Um, when I got, well, I had, was grown. I was going to my baby every day, like feeling her kicks, her movements and stuff. I was going with, she was growing inside of me and I was feeling it. And it's just that I thought about like, like her, the alleged father, like he was denying her and stuff and saying that he wasn't going to be there. Um, just had me, cause he said he wanted nothing to do with me. Cause he said I was crazy or whatever the point may be, but, um, I went up to Utah and um, I'm like, I should do this. This would give her a, a much more better life opportunities to give her so much more than I can give her at this moment. I don't know, to the last point where they got to rushing me and the, the rooms and the hospital rooms and stuff, I just, they made me feel uncomfortable. Like, sitting in on the appointments and stuff, like, mm. I felt like my privacy was violated like I don't know it just seemed like they were anxious and they kept talking about inducing my labor and stuff and I'm like you know you should just wait naturally like I'm not gonna induce my labor because y'all ready to take you know y'all ready to take my baby mm. wow so at that point you decided to change you changed your whole stance on that and you decided to keep her yeah so then you yeah. have like but you have the five kids like five total including the baby, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned, too, when we talked before, that that you think multiple people may have taken her. Who do you think would have taken the baby, and why? Um, I don't know. Like, my, my opinion is anybody. It could be anybody around me. Maybe they didn't want to see me with her. Maybe they were mad because they couldn't babysit her. But it could be anybody. I mean, it could be something um it could be the adoption agency maybe they took her and, and and sold her to the black market or whatever the case may be pizza gate black market all of that like all of that is real and so you had actually signed like adoption papers and you were about to finalize that um i was about to sign adoption uh papers i didn't meet a family while i was up there but however i did sign a document saying that um, the only thing they told me what it had said, I didn't actually read it, but they were saying, we want you to sign this piece of paper saying the only thing that we can give you is $4,000 after Ariana is born. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's, that's wow. So you, but you changed your mind and you decided to keep the baby. You were breastfeeding your baby. So you were bonding. You felt like you were bonding with your baby and all that. I'm sorry, we had a bond out of this world. So let's let's transition. Um, I know this is it's a lot. It's a lot for you to, to go through all of this. You know, talk these things all the way through. Um, so I'll, I'm going to try to just get through everything so so we can have it. Um, so as far as the father, let, let's get to him really quick. Um, why do you think he would go through the whole charade of? saying that he had the baby, he got the baby in a certain condition and then went and, you know, buried the baby, I don't know, whatever allegedly took place. Why, why, would um, even, why, would he even why would he throw himself into the mix of it is what I'm curious about. Like, why even do that? 
I felt like he was under pressure because I did tell the cops that night and I told the detectives and stuff that I said he had her. So that's where those things came from? Yeah, I think so. But I can't speak for him. I can only speak for myself. But, you know, I I did blame him. In your mind, what do you have a theory about what may have happened? Like, you know, when you stop and think about everything that took place, do you have your own you know, thoughts about what could have happened? Yes, I think somebody was watching Ariana and me, every move that I was making, and I believe somebody came to my house and took her and sold her. That's why the police can't find her. Were there ever any sightings of the baby? Did anyone ever say, you know, oh, we think this person's, we may have seen her here or there or anything like that? No. Never any more sightings of her. Is your DNA in the NamUs database and your other family members just to make sure that in case something, you know, unfortunately is discovered that she can be identified? Have you submitted your DNA? Yes, I gave, when the police came to my house, I gave them everything. I gave her all her DNA and everything. But I don't believe my baby is there. Like, who would do that? Like, who harm, who would harm my baby? I mean... Mm -hmm. Did you give them your DNA too, though? I mean, I, I think it's just as like a yeah, there. they have my DNA. Yeah, they have your DNA as well. Um, yeah, they have my DNA. Uh, tell me about the impact that this is having on you, your family, your kids. How 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 has your life been since all of this occurred? It feels like my whole world is on fire. I can't sleep. I'm fighting to eat. I'm just fighting to take care of myself for real. Mm -hmm. And what what about like your, your other kids? You said you have four others, right? Yes, they were um, placed with families right now, um, family members right now. Okay, so is is it because because you could you you have to get yourself together, or were they just? Yeah, until I get myself together and I get stable. Um, I just moved into a two bedroom, so I'm getting I'm getting there, but I'm steady having to go to groups and stuff from my depression and anxiety. Okay, so you're getting like your treatment and your 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 therapy and things for that. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let, let me ask you about um, investigators. What are investigators telling you about what they're finding or, or where the case stands right now? What what do you know? How often do you hear from them? I really don't know anything. Um, is that they search this phone for more data, but. I don't know anything. I still don't have any answers. I still, I still don't know what my baby is. Because I know all the time when these scenarios take place, they look at everybody. So did they, they I'm assuming they investigated you some sort of way as well, just because you're the closest person to the baby. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? They just ran through a bunch of questions with you and then that was pretty much the end of it? Or did you take a lie detector test? Did you have to do any of that? Yes, I took a lie detector test. And what, what did they say when you, with the results? What did they say? They said that I was inconclusive on um, 
Um, that's what they told my mom. They said that I was inconclusive on a certain question, but they did never tell me what the question was. Let me ask you this. So you you do believe that your baby is still alive. You don't feel that your baby is gone. Yes, because I mean, who harmed her? And I mean, like, that's a, that's the most sickness thing I ever heard. Like, who, who would come into my house and hurt my baby? Mm-hmm. If there was... Um one thing that you want people to know about all of this and that you want to clear up that you want to set the record straight on is there anything that you need to get out so that people understand right now um i just want my baby found um i could care less what people think of me um it's not about me it's about my baby uh, my baby girl um however i do I will hope that the community help more. They, I know they've been helping a lot, and I appreciate that. Um, I did not harm my baby for those who, who, who think I did or may suspect that I did. I would never. That is not even in my character. I love all my kids, and my life has been hell without my baby. And I know she's out there somewhere, hoping that I find her every day. What are your thoughts for for the alleged father? of the baby right now, what would you say to him? I just want to say I'm sorry for accusing you of taking Harry. Do you think he is capable of really doing something to the baby? No. I've known him since we were kids, and no. What would you say to people who have information about where your baby is? What would you say to them? Can y'all please return Ariana? Like, every day without her is like hell. It's just hard for me. I want my life back. I know my baby want me. We had a bond. Like, I just need her back. Please have a heart and return my baby. I know you got to have a heart to return my baby. Is there anything else that you want people to know or to get out there right now? investigators they came to my house around the disappearance of the anniversary of the disappearance of Ariana and um they were questioning me again like one of my statements or whatever and um at that time I was in a very depressive state of mind and um I said something that wasn't true I said I harm my baby and that's not true I will never harm my baby I love my baby and I miss my baby every day. Mm. So, so that is, that's information. So, oh, wow. So while you, while you were in a, a state of depression, you made that statement. Why, why do you think that came out of your mouth to even say that? I don't know. I hadn't been eating. I hadn't been taking care of myself. And um, I don't know. And I felt like, I felt like the police, they were just questioning me. Like, I'm like, they wanted me to say, like, they pressured me, like, they got something on me or something, like, y'all don't have anything on me, why do y'all keep harassing me, why don't y'all just find my baby? Have you ever heard of anything like that happening in your community before, like, with anyone else, with, like, people just taking kids and stuff? <laughs> Not that I know of, because I wasn't really big on the news and TV and stuff, I don't like to hear about and watch stuff like that, so I try to stay away from the TV. <laughs> I'll ask you this last question. If there was a message that you would like to get to your daughter, 
say to Ariana? She's what, how old now? She'll be two pretty soon, right? I guess enough, Miss uh, Ariana Vibe, Miss Holidays, Birthdays. I've missed every day with you. This is so heartbreaking that your present is not not near, that your light is not shining in my world with your siblings. I love you, baby girl. And I hope you see this one day so you can see mommy is looking for you. How are you get making it through your days? I've been trying. Like, I just picked up a new hobby, like crochet, and I'm making, I don't get to see my daughters, my kids often, so I'm making each one of them a blanket right now. So, <laughs> kind of helping me right now. How old are your other kids? They are 12, 12, 9, 7, and 5. Do you have a message for all the people in the community who have backed you, who have been trying to help you, who have supported you through all of this? What would you say to them? I just want to say thank you, you guys. It means a lot. <laughs> and I'm hoping that somebody sees this video so they can return my baby. And to all the people that, to all the people that bash me, God bless. All right, Jessica Day, uh, thank you so much for talking with me today. And uh, it's a lot for you to, to, I mean, it's a lot to hear, you know, and it's, and I'm, I can only imagine it's a lot to, to deal with and manage every day. So thank you for, for sharing your story with me and for everyone, you know, giving people the opportunity to really hear more of what you, you know, of what you had to say. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate you interviewing me. When it comes to my final thoughts about the case, there are plenty of questions. The first is, where is Ariana? And why did the alleged father tell investigators that he buried the baby's body in the first place, then led police to a fake burial site? Media reports also say that Terry claimed he picked up the baby battered and bruised from the mother's house. Meanwhile, new reports say Roanoke police recently issued a new search warrant on Terry's cell phone that can potentially lead to more evidence about Ariana's whereabouts. At the same time, the mother, Jessica, is accused of knowing or doing something to the baby while facing constant scrutiny. She allegedly gave multiple accounts of what happened on the day of the disappearance. Everything from saying the baby was kidnapped by an adoption agency, smothered while breastfeeding, even given away to a relative, and injured during a fall. And I did ask Jessica about those accusations. She only confirmed that she told police the stories about the baby falling and the rollover during what she called a depressive state of mind. She also says that she never heard anything about her baby being beaten and that she was being pressured into saying things that weren't true. Now... With all of these scenarios, I can't help but wonder if it's actually possible that someone stalked Jessica, stole the baby, and sold her. She did say her blinds were always opened and her door was unlocked, and that's something to think about. According to Jessica, the baby was originally supposed to go up for adoption, but she changed her mind. 
A recent Facebook post from Roanoke Police says they're still investigating and following up on leads in the case. Montgomery County investigators did respond to me and sent details about the case and Andrew Terry's mugshot. As for Andrew Terry, his new trial is set for April 1st and 2nd of this year in a Montgomery County Circuit Court. I reached out to his last known attorney of record and never got a response. Whew. Okay, so there's a lot to unravel with this story, and I hope that this interview can somehow help police figure out more about what happened to Ariana. She will be two years old on May 28th. If you have any information in this case, call the Roanoke Police Department at 540-853-2212. If there's a case that you want me to check out, just message me on the Intrigued Full Effect website or via email at intriguedfulleffect at hotmail.com. Until next time, be safe and stay true. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Intrigued Full Effect, Curious Cases, Disappearances, and Other Stuff podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the host. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The host of this podcast assumes no liability or responsibility for any activities in connection with opinions shared in the podcast. The podcast and blog associated with it shall not be used in any legal capacity or as a basis for expert testimony. Any copyright material in the podcast is approved by the owner or as part of the public domain. Music by Pond5.